Well, hello, everybody. It's podcast time again. You know, it's been some time since my last one. You guys can probably check back and work out when it was. But as you know, there's no sort of frequency to these podcasts with no structure. There's certainly no sponsors, and I'll just rattle on insanely drinking coffee or tea. Don't have any tea or coffee today. But I've had loads of coffee this morning. I also went for a paddle today, which was nice. I've been for a paddle for a long time, and as you know, if you listen to this podcast, it's about me. Whitewater kayak anomalies in the Himalayas, not been in the Himalayas for a while because there's a thing called COVID, hanging out in North Wales in Snowdonia, which is perfect. Anyway, went for a paddle today. Last weekend, I saw loads and loads of paddlers. Well, I say loads and loads. Enough. Enough paddlers. On a low water river. I was out for a run. Because that's become my, my latest fascination. But what dawned on me. When I was sat. Having breakfast. In the sort of post dawn times. When people are shuffling out of vans. And getting ready for the day. What dawned on me was. This sort of family that we have in kayaking. I think you get it in other sports and you get it in all of outdoor activities. There's sort of an unwritten bond between climbers and kayakers and mountain bikers and hill walkers and runners and campers. It's like this family, isn't there? And we sort of look after each other. What was lovely about seeing all the people on the low water river wasn't necessarily the people themselves. Oh, well, it was a beautiful thing to see friends I've not seen for a long time due to COVID lockdowns and talk to acquaintances that I've maybe messaged in Messenger. Because we know that social media can give off a sort of false, maybe, you know, delusional quality perhaps in messages and body language and when you speak to somebody, you know, you get your point across much better without upsetting people, without emojis and hashtags. But what dawned on me in this family of kayakers wasn't the fact that they were paddling great big hairball rivers. Wasn't the f- fact that they were pulling amazing freestyle tricks. Wasn't the fact that they had the latest boats and latest kit. I'm sure some did. But what dawned on me was the beauty of the way people respected each other. The way better paddlers offered advice. Possibly coaching to those less experienced. The way that the less experienced and the more experienced paddlers could do eddy turns and cruise down rivers together. Just sitting there that morning, eating some breakfast, listening to people talk about the prior day's adventures. Adventures on a low water river that in normal times may have been avoided. And seeing the passion in their eyes as they spoke about the descent. People weren't necessarily talking about how they'd not seen each other for a long time. But it became apparent 
in the way they were speaking about the day's events and the, the previous day's events and the events to come that there was a love and a compassion in the community and I think as we slowly slowly come out of COVID restrictions for the time being at least that we can all be kind that we can all offer our knowledge and our guidance to those that perhaps started kayaking maybe just before COVID and they've been isolated and locked up looking at videos Red Bull on Red Bull paddlers on YouTube the high-end athletes dreaming of the days that they'd get in a boat again perhaps not to mimic the, their icons but to go out and have fun now I've started running in lockdown and some of you are going to go yeah yeah Daz we know we know and this podcast is not going to turn into a running podcast there's plenty of those and I'm sure you can Google YouTube Google you can go on Bing let's go on Bing Google gets, Google gets far too much recognition maybe ask Jeeves if that's still around and you can look at Barclay marathons and people running ultras but I started running in lockdown and I couldn't run more than 500 metres before I wanted to curl up and cry when I first started less than a year ago and yesterday I did my first ultra and it wasn't fast and it's not big and it's not clever but I'm telling people about it because I really want them to deliver me pizza where I live there's no pizza shop close by and then there's pasta and pesto sauce which filled a hole but it dawned on me yesterday probably foolish in some sort of uh, high intake of sugar and sports nutritional gels and drinks and probably through a little bit of you know isolation in the hills that we are blessed on this island that is the UK we're blessed in Britain no matter where we live I think that we can find adventure and we can find a community that allows us to talk about that adventure whether it be kayakers around that table or in that parking lot or at the takeout or maybe it's an online community maybe it's just a community as a whole as we adventure onwards I run in the hills and I look at history I look at the old Roman burial mounds I look to the sea and the old church of Flandequin the old farm buildings that have long since collapsed the nuclear power station at Trous the blot on the landscape in a sort of Pink Floyd-esque album cover kind of way. And I know what you're all saying. Oh, Daz, you're so lucky you live in snow, don't you? It's a beautiful place. And it's true, you know. I do live in a nice place, especially looking out my window today with bluebird skies and, you know, the kids singing as they walk past my door back from the village school, overlooking the mountains and the mulwins. I know I'm pretty blessed. You know, that's why I got the house. But I also know that should I, I wish, when I go up north to see family, up in the north of England, where it's a bit more industrial and a little bit more sombre, that I can still look at history, and history matters. And I think history really matters to our adventures now that we're sort of tied into this sort of 
COVID, COVID environment, not post-COVID environment, COVID environment where we can't travel as much, we can't travel freely internationally. But we can look at history. We can run down the high streets. We can run down the towns, the cities and the villages. We can check out the old priories. We can check out the old farms. We can check out the library that's closed now and boarded up. Down to that train station that's no longer manned. But 50, 60 years ago was the hub of the commuters. Maybe we run past the bus depot and we smell those diesel fumes and the commotion of the drivers as they take the buses back after the day. And we can think on how without these little things that we just sort of ignore on a day-to-day -day basis, but without these little things, our communities wouldn't exist. And sure, in towns and cities, we're going to get people that don't maybe understand this. And we're sort of in this special place where we're piecing together history. And I was brought up in a town that's got a low social demographic, that's quite a poor town, that's recently been in the news for religious, blasphemous uh, content in the school protests outside the school close to an area where football shirts get set on fire by rival football fans and does this stuff matter it does matter yes like I said I don't live in those places anymore but plenty of people do and I think it's about finding adventure and exploring when obviously it's safe to do so and communities cannot be safe, and I know that. And people cannot feel safe when they explore, and I know that. And some people feel threatened in towns and cities, and some people feel uneasy walking up mountains alone. And how we frame that in our world when we go out of the known and into the unknown matters. Now I've paddled today, and I've paddled with friends, friends I've known for a long time, 20, 30 years perhaps. And I've surfed waves that I've surfed for 30 years on a damn released river, and i made eddies that I've made for 30 years. And we laughed and we joked and we smiled. And it was like paddling that river again. Not been on that river for nearly a year now. And sure, some of those lines were rusty. Not as smooth as I'd like them to be. And it brought back memories of my first descent. Scared and frigid robotic paddle movements. You know, it brought back those memories. Brought back memories of hot sunny days, surfing waves and laughing with friends. It brought back memories of swimming and snapping paddles. Brought back memories of raft guiding and 
doing training courses in whitewater safety and rescue. But what it also did was allow me to explore somewhere that I've known a lot of my life and see it with fresh eyes. And I think that's the same when I visit family in the north of England, like I say, in industrial, in industrial towns, but where I can see history again, where perhaps I'll paddle on polluted or dirty rivers and canals. Those places that I've mentioned before where I first did my one star and my first real paddle strokes, maybe paddling down those industrial weirs and surfing the waves and wiping the water from your face as it splashes. Obviously, if you're going to paddle weirs, make sure that you know they're safe. Disclaimer in there. But this stuff matters, and I think it matters more and more the more we realise we can't travel as much. Perhaps financial reasons mean we can't travel. Not because, you know, restrictions mean we can't, but people maybe don't have the money. Anyhow, try and see every day as an adventure. I know it's difficult. I know it's really difficult. I'm not saying I'm good at this stuff. But I'm feeling immense gratitude at the moment that I have enough time in my day, that I have enough friends that motivate me. I have food in my belly. And that's enough. Go out this week if you can. And if you can't go this week, go another week. Try and see some beauty in the familiar. Try and find adventure in places that you already know. You could be kayaking on the river, on a river that you've known. You could be on the flat canal or the flat lake that used to bar you rigid. But when that rainbow comes over the front of your boat as water droplets fall off your paddle shaft, that's what it's about. That's the magic that we really crave. We don't need to crave the hairball boating of a hundred foot waterfall. We don't need to crave the cartwheel and the blunt. We need to crave those moments that are special to us individually. Let those other paddlers do what they need to feel special. And you do what you need to do to feel special. And that's what matters. It's the same in an all walks of life when I'm talking about kayaking, because I'm genuinely, genuinely a kayaker. As I look out of my window now, I can see the kids playing and building dens in the trees. I don't think that happens much anymore, and it's nice to see. It does look a little bit like the village has been fly-tipped, but the kids are actually making dens, and that's pretty cool. I hope you guys and gals... Friends and friends I've not met yet are all having a great time. Super quick podcast just to check in. Make sure everyone's good. Try and smile. I know it can be difficult. If you're meeting people post-COVID, obviously within restrictions, mixing groups and all that sort of stuff, some people are going to feel anxious. Of course they are. Some people may have lost the social skills that they're sort of feeling in the feeling easy because they've not really communicated with people outside their household bubbles some people who live alone maybe they're really going to struggle in groups 
So when we do meet up, give people space, give people time. Things are not like they were before, are they? And just take our time of this. I'm watching the news intensely, intensely, is that a word? Intently. About the Himalayas. And I know that it's really slim that I'm going to go back anytime soon. But all I can think about is how much pain and suffering is being caused due to, you know, the spikes out there. As communities, we need to talk. If we have friends in those areas, we need to talk and make sure they're doing well. I've rattled on a little bit. Not a long podcast, as you well know. It's not my thing. But please be safe. Walk with tenderness. Paddle with tenderness, if that's the way it's going to be. Give people space. If you're paddling a river, Trevor's releasing this weekend. I think it's the first time it's released for a long time. Trevor's releasing. If you are going to go paddling, you see the eddies are full. But it's the eddy you want. Even wait a little bit until there's space. Or paddle to the next one. Don't need to barge in. Don't need to be all bravado. You just need to enjoy the moment, everyone. And on that note, I'm going to go. I'll put the kettle on. Maybe wash my dishes. Thanks for listening. I've always enjoyed talking to nobody. You all be kind. Doodle pips.